Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Construction Corner Podcast. Today, you guess it, it's another solo episode. You're going to get just me today. Uh, it's actually a Saturday morning here when I'm recording, so not sure if this video clip will ever make it to the light of day, but if it does, I'm sitting here in shorts and a t-shirt with a hat on, didn't shave this morning, so fair warning, if this does post to LinkedIn, I'm sure it'll get comments from that grouchy-ass old man from the place I used to work that seems to love to uh, talk about my attire, so look forward to that. But guys, it's going to be a quick one, a uh, quick solo shot today. I want to talk about something that um, has been on my mind a bit, um, actually quite a bit. This is kind of the season in construction, especially in the in the Midwest here in Michigan, where golf becomes very prevalent. Um, just kind of by virtue of what it is I do, uh, I get I get invited and I play in a whole lot of golf outings. We do a lot of sponsorships. We do a lot of uh, team events, you know, things like that. Um, so I play a lot of golf this time of year and I used to really dread it. I used to hate it. Um, I played golf as a kid a little bit and I never got really, really very good because I was never willing to, to put in the time and effort it takes to actually practice and, and commit to excelling at something. So, um, after I got out of high school, really, um, I just, I hated it. I stopped playing golf for a very long time for a very, very long time. Um, fast forward to about oh, I don't know, 10 years ago. And I was working somewhere that that did a lot of golf outings. And just by virtue of the role I held at that company, I had to get involved and I had to take play or had to take part in them rather. Um, and so I kind of started making that mental commitment. I said, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to have to do this anyways, I might as well enjoy it. I might as well figure out how to enjoy it. And, you know, as, as Ed Milet likes to say, Winning is more fun than fun is fun. So in my mind, the only way to really have a whole lot of fun at something is to to kick its ass, to win. Uh, so I started getting better at golf. I started practicing more. Um, and golf outings, by and large, are usually just drunk fests. You know, it's a scramble format. Everybody has too much to drink, typically. Um, so whatever. There's not a whole lot of growth that usually comes out of those other than networking and and other intrinsic benefits. But in the last few years, especially, I have committed myself to playing more, uh, more of my own ball, as they say, so not a scramble. Um, I've been playing a lot more, quote unquote, normal golf. Um, and I've been liking it. And I try to play, frankly, as much as I can. I used to be of the mindset that, you know, a, an 18 hole round of golf, typically, if you're moving at normal pace takes about four hours. So it's a big commitment of time. And the way I used to look at it was, man, that's, that's a shitty way to spend four hours. I could be doing so many other productive things. I could be building something or selling something or designing something or whatever it may be. I, I shouldn't waste that kind of time. And the key word there is waste. And I used to really think it was just a waste of time, just a way to, you know, get out and, and cut loose. And while for some people it, it is, and it should be, what I've turned it into is more of a more of a personal challenge, more of a, another step on my, my personal development journey. And it's a way that I, you know, I get out there, I can focus my mind. It's almost like walking meditation at times. Now I'm not saying I don't have anything to drink. I typically will have a couple pops while I'm out on the course, but my main focus now is, is actually improving and trying to, to win quote unquote. I don't really care if I beat whoever it is that I'm golfing with it, that means very little to me. I'm not doing this professionally. I, 
I am quite certain I'll never get my PGA card, but I want to win against myself. And, you know, as a, as a pre-con guy by, by trade, by nature, I am very much driven by data. It's in every core of what we do at the company. Uh, it's in every core, what I do as a person. So I'm a huge data geek. So I bought these things, these, these sensors, free plug here for them. I think they're called Arcos. Um, last year I bought a new set of golf clubs and, and with that came, you know, a little pamphlet for this Arcos system. And basically what it is, is you have these little sensors. There's one for each club, putter included, and they, they screw into the top of your, your golf club to the top of the handle. And they largely sit unnoticed once you get used to them. Uh, and then they, they link up to either your phone or I went ahead and, and made an upgrade purchase and bought this little receiver gizmo that, that clips onto my belt or my pocket. And it tracks through some mystery of, of modern science that I don't care to understand. It, it tracks all of your shots. It tracks your club speed. It tracks things like the angle of your club face based on, on the handle, based on the grip. It tracks uh, where your ball goes on the course, on the fairway or, or not. It tracks how far it goes, left or right, all, all this stuff. And, it, and at the end of a round, it presents you with, you know, all kinds of data. And, you know, most of it is probably worthless to, to people like me who just are, are casual golfers and not doing this to make any money. But it's, it's data nonetheless, and it helps me improve. It helps me to kind of sit back at the end of a day after I've golfed and, and look through this and see, all right, well, look at this hole. I did this wrong and this wrong and this wrong. Next time I need to make sure that I'm fixing these things, that I'm addressing these things. And while, again, it's not going to make me a perfect golfer, it, it is something that I, it, it provides another level of enjoyment. It provides another level of development and, and a, a goal to race towards. So that's kind of my, my focus on today's short and sweet episode. It's going to be related around golf. Um, ironically, I, like I mentioned today, as of recording is a Saturday, Saturday morning here. Uh, I was supposed to be golfing uh, by now, actually, but we had some some last minute changes. We had an interview uh, with a guy that got canceled and, and things kind of fell apart. So instead of golfing, I'm, I'm up here in the studio uh, and figured I'd bang this one out. So today we're going to talk about the difference between a long game and your short game. And while yes, this ties very heavily into golf, you know, your long game is, is your drives, your, your big shots off of the tee box. Your short game is what's called the approach shots. Your, your, your shots that get you from wherever your drive lands up onto the green. And then you're putting both of which hold lots of value, both of which have their own set of, um, of requirements and their own set of challenges that, that, go along with them that you need to, to develop a level of mastery with. So we're going to start first with, with the long game, you know, the big, the big drive shot, the big tee box whack. Um, the way I see it, you know, there's, there's long games in everything we do in life. There's a long game in relationships. So my wife and I, Carrie and I just recently celebrated our 19th uh, anniversary a couple of weeks ago. We are pretty excited for next year for our big 20 and we're going to do something fun. And it's, it's, it's exciting to us, but it also shows like, wow, we've been at this for a long time, quote unquote. In my mind, you know, on most days I feel yet like, you know, we're, we're a great team. We're growing together, but we're in it for the long haul. We're in it for the rest of our lives. Right. 
And that that's that's the long game mentality. I look at my my grandparents, my my grams and grams. My my grams just passed away uh, about a month month and a half ago, but they celebrated an anniversary uh, this year on Valentine's Day that that most people can't even fathom. They crossed off seventy years. Let that sink in for a second. They were married for seventy years. If that ain't long game mentality. I couldn't tell you what is to me. That's amazing. And it's a, it's a goal that I look forward to, to striving for, but it's, it, it requires constant work, right? It isn't easy. Just like whacking a good drive off of the tee box. Isn't easy. You have to focus. You have to focus on your stance. You have to focus on your swing. You have to focus on your, your mental picture and what you're doing in your head, what you're doing with your hands in, in relationships, you have to focus on the little shit. The communication aspects, you know, the, are you still going on dates? Are you still having fun or are you just getting into a routine and just, you know, checking, checking off the to-do list every day? There's, there's a lot that goes into it and that you have to really, truly pay attention to if you ever want to hope to, to get to levels like 70 years. There's also a long game philosophy I have about fitness, you know, um, three years ago now, four years ago, right during the, right before the pandemic nonsense, uh, started, I is when I really launched off on my, my personal development journey, if you want to call it that. And that's in all things that's in, in mental and physical and business, uh, in relationships, I've been, been trying to excel in, in all of the above, but in fitness, you know, people always want to have this, this zero to hero. They want to they want to start working out and throw some weights around or you know run a couple miles and the next day they, they expect to wake up fit and jacked and fuck that ain't the way it works right everybody who's actually done any true true working out or true fitness uh, uh, endeavors knows that it's it is a long game uh, task and that it's a constant task if you want to really succeed and i think most people's vision of success in the fitness world is is you know overall health and good health and, and wellness and a life a long life of being able to you know do what the hell you want to do and not be in pain and not be a fat fucker and and not you know have all these health afflictions that so much of our society has now and the only way to get there is through constant work Again, we're we're going to keep touching on that today, but constant work. It takes constant effort. You have to wake up every day. You have to go to the gym. You have to go for that run. You have to eat right. You have to drink your water. You have to stretch. You have to do all this stuff that it needs to be just part of your routine so that it becomes easier for you to do. It becomes habit, you know, and once once you habitualize something, it becomes a lot easier, but you have to put in the work every single day. Now, I am by no means perfect on this. In fact, I'm I'm pretty friggin' terrible. I will go in phases. I did 75 hard a couple months ago, and I was on the top of my game, top of all of my games, frankly, uh, physically as well. And as soon as 75 hard stopped, some other things happened, and then and I took that time as a as an excuse, and I started drinking more alcohol. I started eating more shit food. I stopped working out quite as much or quite as hard. Um, and I go, I, I did what, what frankly, what a lot of people do. And you go in plateaus and waves. And when you get to the bottom of that wave, it's a shitty feeling. 
because you start seeing all the gains that you had just recognized. You start seeing those gains dwindle away and, and, and wash off like, like waves in the ocean. And then you're starting at a place. And while I'm not back down to zero by any means, I'm certainly not in the same level of fitness that I was two months ago. So now as I'm, as I'm ramping back up, um, you know, I have a I have a harder road to travel and that's my own damn fault. And I think a lot of people do that, but, but the point is at least I'm, I recognize this and I recognize I am the one that fucked this up. It's not because of my circumstances. It's not because of anybody else. It's not because of politics or, or anything else going on. It's because of me. I let myself get lazy. I let myself get complacent and this is the result of it. So constant, constant work is required for the long game of fitness. Business is a really easy one for me to talk about. If you don't play the long game in business, you are not going to succeed. Plain and simple. There is no fast hitting answer. There is no, you know, hole in one in business ever. Your long game needs to be 10, 15, 20, 30 years out. And while yes, you know, maybe you get up on your tee box and you, and you perfect a big drive, you know, you whack the shit out of the ball and, and your drive goes 250 right in the middle of the fairway or whatever it is your, your goal is. If you can't then combat that or combine that rather with, with your short game mentality, you're not going to succeed. And so, so in business, it, it's, it's gotta be out there. You have to always have goals. You have to be thinking light years farther than where you, where you currently are. Because if you don't do that, you get jaded by the shiny object syndrome and you never make any real progress. And if you, you know, it, it's like the guy who celebrates every victory, every little victory. I'm all for, for celebrating. I follow the the 24 hour rule that, you know, if we do something great in, in business or in our personal lives, uh, take, take a day, take 24 hours, celebrate it, you know, be responsible. Don't, don't blow your, what you just earned, whatever it may be. Don't, don't go out and, you know, crash your car and don't go and get too shit faced and, and get yourself in trouble, but, but celebrate it. However it is you, you like to celebrate things, but take a day and that's it. Now, this is a quick side note. I have the same mentality about losses, about fuck ups. You get to lament and be sad or mopey or, or pissed off or angry, but you only get one day. That's it. Because you don't, you don't have time in this world to waste it, either foolishly celebrating or foolishly being miserable. So take your day, get it out of your system and show up the day after ready to go right back to work, right back to the constant work that's required for the long game of business. As a business owner, personally, you know, I have very lofty goals and my team knows some of them, some of those nobody knows except for me. Um, some of my goals are so lofty that frankly, I think it would scare people if I told them what they were. So I, I keep a lot of that shit to myself. But but one of my goals is not just to succeed in business. It's not just about revenue or or gross profit. I mean, those things are great. You need them. You, you absolutely need them. But at the end of the day, I want to become legendary, not me personally, but I want to take my company, my companies and become legendary, right? When you think of legendary companies in any given industry, there's, there's names that pop up, you know, maybe Nike, if you can get past the, the child slave labor, um, Under Armour is a great example. First form, 
is a phenomenal example. You know, First Form is a company um, that really is, a, they excel at almost everything they do, if not everything they do. And it's because of their leadership. It's because of their culture, their core values. There, there's so much about that company that frankly, if you don't know who they are, you're missing out. You should really look into them. But their leader, their CEO, Andy Frisella, who's also a, a personal mentor of mine, um, he's got a never stop attitude. You know, he started this company from absolute nothing and has grown it into a, I don't even know what it's valued at now. I know it starts with a B. So this dude went from a little shit shop retail outlet, you know, a, a 20 by 80 strip unit selling uh, nutrition supplements to what is now one of the foremost leading nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle brands in our, in, in, in ever, in existence, but they're not done. And that's the, that's the point I'm trying to make here. Andy and his team know that it's constant work and that is a, you can never take your foot off the gas pedal. You can never stop running. You can never stop setting new goals. You, you set big lofty goals. And then you, when you meet those goals, new goals take over immediately. You take your day and you celebrate, you come back the next day and you were ready to fucking work. And that's the mentality you have to have to succeed in any, any business whatsoever. You know, at, at Schaefer Construction, at, at our construction company, we, um, as a group, started from very humble beginnings. Our founder, um, Stan Schaefer, started this company out of his basement 26 years ago. And, you know, there's there's a long history and there's a lot of uh, rather interesting stories that I could tell you. And, and those who know me well know a lot of these stories. And they know how I kind of came to came to be where I'm at now and my rise to to the leadership level and the ownership level in the company, but a lot of it was constant work driven. And I knew that for me to get to my, my first set of goals, when I, when I came back and when I, when I partnered up um, about six years ago, my first set of goals was going to require constant work. It was going to require drastic action. And when I started taking those drastic actions and started really focusing on my goals and the goals of the company, we experienced very rapid growth. Now we're still in the rapid growth phase, but our goals have changed. My goals have changed. The company's goals have changed. Our structure has changed. We've had to do a lot of, a lot of cleaning up. We've had to clean up our team. Um, you know, we, we've, we've had to make a lot of difficult decisions over the years that, you know, People get angry when difficult decisions are made, but that's what you have to be willing to do as a leader. You have to be willing to never lose focus of your long game, to always focus on the constant drive and the constant improvement and the constant betterment of the team as a whole. And, and that's how you keep growing, right? And I'm going to keep harping on it. it is constant improvement. Without constant improvement, without growing, you're dying. And it doesn't matter what it is you do. You have to be prepared for the race. You know, Dylan, who wasn't able to join me today because of our crazy schedules, he's out right now, most likely running some, in my mind, ridiculously long training session. The dude is going to run a hundred mile race in another month or so. A hundred miles. Most people can't even fathom that shit. Most people don't drive a hundred miles in a given day. This guy is going to tie up his shoes and embark on a hundred mile race on foot running through the darkness, 
he's been talking uh, a lot socially lately um, on social media about, you know, being scared of bears and cougars and shit. And my God, I, I would be the exact same way. But my, my point in bringing this up is he's prepared for the race. He knows the race isn't going to be easy. He knows it's not going to be fast. He knows there's going to be challenging moments that are going to test every fiber of his body to the core, every fiber of his mentality and his mindset to the fucking core. But he's prepared for it. Andy Frisella is prepared for the challenge of growing a company from zero to a billion dollars and then some. I am prepared for what it's going to take to continue to grow Schaefer Construction into the company that is the company of my vision. I'm prepared for it. It does not happen overnight. I know that shit. I know there's going to be bumps along the way. I know it's going to be difficult. I know there are challenges that I haven't even thought of yet that are going to come up, but it's my commitment to the vision, my commitment to the growth. That is what it's going to allow us to follow that path and to succeed, period. I need to get my team on board, and I have most of them on board now, but the team has the same commitment as the leader. When that happens, you're an unstoppable force. You're prepared for the race. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So we've been talking a lot about the long game and, and to keep it in the golf, uh, the golf fanatic uh, mentality today because – I do wish I was golfing today. Let's talk about the short game real quick. We're going to we're gonna close this episode off pretty fast here, but I want to go back to the short game too because there is a lot of short game action and a lot of short game focus that has to be looked at and has to be thought about every day in business especially. We're going to focus on business. So, so I've been dialing in my drives in golf. I've been dialing in my tee shots, and while I still suck ass most of the time, I'm able to see the light a little bit and I'm able to, to feel different when I make a good swing and I get good contact and, and I can, you know, whack the shit out of a golf ball and it goes exactly where I want it to go. It's a really good feeling. And again, not bragging here because nine out of 10 shots still suck ass and wind up in the woods or the pond or the swamp, but it's that one out of 10 that I see it. I'm like, holy shit. I've been putting in all this work and, and trying to better myself and it's starting to pay off in, in increments, right? It's not going to be fast. But in doing this and in focusing so much on trying to get my long game good and my drives better and farther and straighter, what I've also noticed is I've allowed my short game to slip a bit. So when I go to the driving range to, to practice, I whip out the driver and I whack the shit out of, you know, 100, 200 golf balls but I don't put the same attention in on my short game. I don't pull out my, my smaller irons nearly as much as I should. And so my approach shots have gone kind of squirrely in the last couple of weeks. Now, frankly, historically, I'm a much better short game golfer. I'm much better with my low irons. I, I, can, I can honestly say I have a pretty natural swing when it comes to swinging my irons if I can shut my head off. <clears throat> but I've, I've focused so much on the drives that, that everything else kind of slipped a little bit. Excuse me. I had to take a drink, but the short game in life and in business, it's like your day to day, right? It's where you succeed. It's where you have your little wins that, that, that add up to the big ones. It's where you have your, your little failures that could add up to the big ones. If you don't catch them, it's where you are constantly growing and you're constantly challenged. It's the day to day 
action of business and of life that you have to you have to maintain a good focus on. You have to maintain a, a practice, if you will, for that stuff too. Because while the long game is like your big idea, your big level, high level vision shit, your short game is your day to day. It is the grind. It is what gets you where you need to go so that you can you can back up your big drive with an equally impressive uh, approach shot and, and, you know, get your birdie. You got to have both and you got to have them both pretty equal. And it takes a focus like that in business, especially, but also in life it's in relationships, it's in fitness. It's, it's everything we do guys. The long game is there and you have to focus on it, but you can never lose sight of what it takes to get there. And that's, what's in your short game. So I hope this wasn't too much, uh, bullshit rambling on a Saturday morning for you. You guys will, you'll hear this on a Tuesday, but regardless, um, couple quick announcements, guys. I've mentioned it before. We do have a new YouTube channel. We have not launched it yet, but stay tuned. We are actively um, uploading as we speak all of our podcast episodes that we have video associated with, and we're going to be dripping those out here. Um, so if you're interested, you'll be able to catch up on past episodes, kind of kind of search and review. Um, you know, we've had some requests from, from folks about certain episodes about reposting them. And while sometimes we do that, usually it's when we're, we're so fucking busy that we, we can't even eke out a solo recording. Um, we'd rather put out new content for you on, on this format on the podcast, but what we're doing is building a library so that you will be able to kind of jump into our YouTube channel and, and search for whatever topics or shows uh, interest you the most or, or helped you the most or whatever made you laugh, pissed you off. doesn't matter. Um, so stay tuned. That's coming. It's coming very, very soon. It'll be a completely new uh, channel. So uh, we will announce that um, accordingly once it's once it's finally ready. The other thing, too, guys, uh, in talking about long game and short game mentality, you know, a lot of what has to happen is is holding each other accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable. You have to hold your team accountable and you guys have to hold Dylan and I accountable. So I'm going to put out a, a call to action here that I want you to reach out to us. I want to know what we can do to improve this show to make it more enjoyable for you. I want to know what you want to what you want to hear about, what topics you want us to cover. If you have guests or or specific industries you want us to target, let us know. Reach out in the comments. Uh, reach out privately. You can you can DM me. My my information is all over. Um, I'm most active on LinkedIn. I'm an old dude. I don't play in the the Instagram playground as much as I probably should, but. Um, you can find me quite easily through LinkedIn. So do that, please. Or Dylan, let us know what you think. If there's a change you want us to make, you know, send the, send us a suggestion and, and we'll, we'll take it under consideration. Anyways, we're constantly growing. We're focused on the long game, but we also know that to do that well, we've got to, we've got to have some short game tweaks here and there. So hold us accountable guys, reach out when you, uh, when you can, but do keep sharing the show. It means a fucking lot to us. Uh, our numbers have grown considerably in the last year, especially it means people are listening. It means you guys are doing your part. You're paying our, our fee. You're, you're sharing the show. You're, you're telling other people about it. So please keep doing that. And again, help us hold ourselves accountable. Let's make this something great with that guys. Go enjoy the rest of your week, focus on your short game, but always know that long game is out there. Don't lose the vision. That's it guys. That's today's show. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Tune in next Tuesday for another episode of the Construction Corner podcast. See ya.